What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a storytime podcast with your littles? Something that has some great storytelling and maybe some conversation about it? Look no further. With Storytime with Philip and Mommy, my little guy Philip and I sit down every single day and read a story together. And we, of course, want you to join us. Grab your copy of the book, sit down, let's read it, and let's talk about it. We'll learn new words, we'll learn new ideas, and then we'll learn how we can use those stories in our lives. It's a lot of fun. Classics like Little Golden Books or Bernstein Bears, all the way up through the newest phenomenons like Bluey. We talk about them and we have a lot of laughs. It's a great time and we hope that you can come and join us. So please look for us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Storytime with Philip and Mommy. Thanks so much. We'll see you there. What if kittens played the clock and spiel? And what if unicorns were real? What if you could fly or travel back in time? We welcome you to What If World. What If World. This is What If World. Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Rerick, your host, and today we're starting off with a question from a patron named Maya. Hello, Mr. Eric. My name is Maya. I am seven years old. My favorite character is Fred, and my what-if question is, what if dogs lived in trees and trees were hairbrushes? Oh, wow, Maya. I just love a truly mind-blowing question like that, and I'm also a fan of a good hairbrush. Now, we've also got a write-in question from a listener named Jude, who asks, what if lizards could never touch the ground? And that made me think of tree lizards. And since we're going to be talking about trees this week, we're going to add one more question from Lily. Hi, my name is Lily. And I'm from San Diego, California. My question is, what if Zack and ZZ climbed a giant tree all the way up to the clouds? Thank you, Lily, Jude, and Maya for your questions. Thank all of you for tuning in. And now let's find out. What if Zack and ZZ climbed a tree all the way to the clouds? What if lizards could never touch the ground? And what if dogs lived in hairbrush trees? Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Calling all kids in the car, Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. (laughs) 
The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. With Pixicato grounded for pretty much the whole summer, Zizi found herself spending a lot more time with her little brother, Zack. Today, Mama Jamma and Papa Lou had flown their rocket ship house to the outskirts of a deep, dark forest. Now, deep and dark don't necessarily mean scary. And in fact, the kids were having a glorious time exploring. Whoa, Zizi, look at this tree, said Zack, standing at the base of the incredibly wide trunk of some kind of evergreen tree he'd never seen before. Wow, Zack, this must be the hairbrush pine, exclaimed Zizi, picking up a pine cone brush that had fallen to the forest floor. It had little stubby, durable pine needles coming out of one part of the cone, and a smooth, twiggy handle sticking out perpendicular to those needles. It's like a pine cone brush with little pine needles for bristles! Exactly, said Zizi, taking a moment to try out the brush on her hair. These are really hard to come by, you know. Oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait. I think they're a sign of something even more rare and wonderful. And Zack, who never went anywhere without a book or three, threw down his backpack and pulled out a tome on magical flora and fauna, or plants and animals. Zack excitedly turned to the page he'd been looking for. Yes, yes, yes. Atop every hairbrush pine is said to dwell Canis Cirrus. The cloud dogs. Oh, oh, or even a whole pack of cloud dogs. Zizi, what are your plans for the rest of the summer? Because I think we need to spend it climbing this tree. Zizi looked up and up and up a little more. She couldn't see the top of the tree, but judging by the trunk, which was thicker than their house, this could easily be the tallest tree in the world. Oh, I really do want to see cloud dogs. We'd be the coolest kids in school. Oh, I don't care about that, Zach. I just want to see him. Oh, that's why everyone thinks you're cooler than me. Zizi looked down at her brother with his curly hair and his neat clothes and his hopeful expression. Okay, we'll do it. Yes! But this isn't about proving anything to anyone. Okay. And we're telling mom and dad. But Zizi... Remember how Pixicato just got super grounded for sneaking out? But that means we have to walk all the way home. Zach, if you stop wanting to do this after walking home and back, then it's probably not that important to you. No, it's the most important thing to me in the whole wide world. Let's go! And so Zach and Zizi found their way home and started packing up supplies for their trip. Big, heavy canteens of water, snacks and sandwiches and durable little containers, a first aid kit chock full of band-aids and witch hazel. Hi there, kiddos. It was Papa Lou, Zack and Zizi's dad. Are you planning to leave the country or something? Maybe. The top of that tree could be in a different world for all we know. A different world, you say? Oh, we're gonna have to check with your mother. Oh, Mama Jamma. You know, I'm on a work call, honey. Can you handle this? <laughs> Can I handle this? Of course, probably. We're just climbing a tree, Dad. Do you have like a falling out of a tree spell just in case? 
Well, I have a falling spell, and it should work for trees. That's fine, uh, and you know you can call us if you get stuck, or we'll just come pick you up at our rocket ship house. No questions asked. Yeah, Dad! Ah, uh, you know about strangers? Ugh, Dad, this story isn't about strangers. Just let us go already. Oh, and if you see a portal to another dimension, uh, d- d- don't go through it. But what if our lives are way better in that universe? <laughs> oh, yeah. In that case, uh, come back and take your parents with you, okay? Okay, Dad, bye. Love you. Love you, too. You have time for a hug? You're already gone. We'll see if Mama Jemma wants a hug. I'm still in a meeting. Hug the cactus, honey. The cactus? Why the cactus? Cactus, uh, would you want a hug? Oh, thank you. Ow. Thank you. This is the owl. No, I don't like this. It was late morning by the time the kids returned to the hairbrush pine. Now, most pine trees are pretty uncomfortable to climb, but this tree, despite its immense size, just had nubby little green needles, and it kind of felt like a gentle massage all the way up the tree. Well, no wonder puppies love living here. It's like the tree's petting me, but not as weird as that sounds. Oh, I know. I mean, if someone out there had never been pet by a tree before and they were listening to us talk, they'd think we were totally pine nuts. But if they were being pet by a hairbrush pine, then they'd know that they're the ones that are pine nuts. Zack and Zizi continued to climb the lovely, low-hanging, evenly-spaced branches, enjoying the gentle and not-at-all-creepy brushing of the hairbrush pine as they went. But even an easy climb gets tiring before too long, and it was time for the kids to take a lunch break. They pulled out a couple of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, triangle-cut, crunchy salted peanut butter, raspberry jam crusts on... Truly, there is no finer sandwich in all the world. Ew, yuck, are you kidding? And Zizi used a flash of magic to make a sandwich with your favorite type of bread and your favorite type of jelly and your favorite kind of nut butter or sunflower butter or maybe some other substance depending on your allergies and preferences. And maybe that means it was the exact same as Zach's sandwich or maybe it was something completely different. But either way, it was delicious. It is so nice to see some young people interested in our old tree, said a big, colorful tree lizard that had just climbed out onto their branch. Don't get too close to us! Yeah, we know magic and all the tricky stranger behavior. You can go find a grown-up if you need help. My name is Lilliad. I'm just here to offer you some helpful advice. And you're not getting my peanut butter and jelly sandwich! Oh boy. If there's something we should know, we would love to hear it. Turn back, children. Ah, lizards. I have lived my whole life in this tree. Many have tried to climb it, but none who started on the ground have ever made it to the top. Then I guess that'll just make us the first. Oh, I hope that I am underestimating you then. You are. And I wish you luck. The kids packed up, drank some water, and kept climbing. A long while later, they were both starting to feel tired. You know, I used to like the brushing. But I'm starting to get sick of it. Are we at the top yet? Well, I can't see the bottom. That's not a yes. They heard a distant humming. Oh my gosh! I think it's that song Pixie Cato told us about. 
Do you think the humans, the most famous band made up entirely of beetles in the whole wide world, actually lives in this tree? The kids were excited to have a reason to stop climbing. So they crawled over to the hole from which they heard the humming. And out of the tiny hole in the hairbrush pine crawled... A worm? Not just a worm, but an earworm. The songs I sing infect you like a germ. Now you'll be humming and maybe strumming. I sense future guitar lessons are coming. It did kind of resemble a worm, but it was very colorful, with tiny little hairs along its body that seemed to vibrate and shift as it sang. And the color of its skin changed along with the music, too. Kind of like one of those old-fashioned screensavers that you've probably never seen. Oh, no. Zizi pulled out the book on magical flora and fauna. It says that even hearing the song of an earworm can get one stuck in your brain. No, Zach, we gotta get out of here. You know it's okay to give up sometimes. You might get lost in these pines with my rhymes. Okay, I'm sick of this. Let's go. Really? Yeah, I could get sick of things really fast. It's kind of my superpower. Now let's keep climbing this tree. I can't get sick of those cloud dogs until I've pet their fluffy cloud fur. So they climbed on, bruised and weary, low on food and water, and they could only just make out the clouds that the tree shot up and through. Zack, do you want to keep going? Of course I do. Just my body doesn't want to. Look, we might be able to reach the clouds, but we're not going to get to the top of this tree. If we get to the clouds, we have to see Canis Cirrus. The air was getting thinner, but the kids kept climbing. Zizi had her wand in her teeth now in case either one of them fell. They had the last of their food and water while sitting in a windy tree bough, trying not to think of the song Rockabye Baby. Just a few more feet to the clouds. We can make it. You know what, Zach? You go. I'm going to stay here with my wand in case you slip. Come on, Zizi. Isn't this important to you? Not as important as my little brother. I got you. Go ahead. And Zach, who is easily on his fourth or fifth wind by now, managed to scramble one more time. And as he brushed past one final patch of nubby pine needles, he finally reached up and brushed a cloud looking around for Canis Cirrus, the cloud dogs. But they were nowhere in sight. He craned his neck this way and that, and tried to climb just a little bit higher. But his head was feeling light, and his hands were wet from the clouds. And suddenly, he felt himself fall. Catch in the rye! called out Zizi. But her magic felt as weak as her muscles, and Zack's fall only slowed but didn't stop. It was as if the sky had turned to molasses, and Zack was sinking through it, bumping branches as he slipped past his sister's hand. Grab on, you little whippersnapper, cried Lilia the lizard. Her long, colorful tail shot out from a nearby branch and wrapped around the disoriented Zack. He didn't know up from down, but he knew he wasn't bumping branches right now, and he wanted that to keep happening. So he hugged the big tail with all the strength he had left. You are a heavy child. Lillian was just barely holding on to Zack, and her claws started to slip on the tree limb that held her up. Zack, hang on, I'm coming. Zizi didn't trust her magic. She climbed as fast as she could, but she wasn't sure she'd be fast enough. 
And then... Fred! Fred. What are you doing here, Zack? You know, this is a very tall tree. Zack and ZZ had never been so excited in all their life to see Fred the dog and his slimy, stretchy, too long tongue. Um, Zack, ZZ, you didn't try to climb this tree, did you? Against my advice, yes, they did. Oh, that's crazy, kids. You gotta get teleported up here in style. And they saw Pixie Cato fly through the clouds above them, headed in their direction. Oh, dear. You know, my mother said I can't use my teleportation powers to get other kids out of trouble. That's fine. Just please get us down. And they were safe at the forest floor. She could have teleported you up above the clouds to finally see the cloud dogs, you know. I know. It just didn't feel important anymore. Although they are pretty awesome, said Fred the dog. There are white cloud dogs and gray cloud dogs and big, beautiful black cloud dogs with thunder and lightning rumbling inside them and cloud dogs the color of sunset and sunrise. Okay, Fred, we get it. They're awesome. And moonlight. You've made us feel bad enough already. But giving up was a great idea. You're right, we're quitters. Why should you feel bad, said Lillian. Did you try hard and learn a lot? Yeah, I guess. Then all that changed were the three big questions. Is this important? Is it achievable? And how do I feel about it? But it all felt so important and and doable at first. But you reassessed as you were going, and those feelings changed. I've learned that that is okay, said Pixicato. Yeah, otherwise you could end up falling out of a tree and getting caught by a slimy dog tongue. Or worse, a dry dog tongue. <laughs> yeah, uh, speaking of that, would you mind letting me go? Oh, yes, you didn't. Thank you so much for saving us. Just remember to be your own helper first. I think they really got enough lessons for one day, Lilliard. Fred, why were you up in the clouds anyway? Well, you think I'm not gonna go up the tallest tree in the world and see what the sticks are like up there? <laughs> You're pine nuts, baby. <laughs> this is my favorite stick. Not this stick. I lick or yes, actually this stick. <laughs> okay, I'm sick of this. Let's go. The end. Maya, Jude, and Lily, thank you so much for your questions. I hope you all enjoyed your story. Folks at home, check out our Patreon for ad-free episodes, a shout-out on the show, and a better chance of getting your question answered. You can find us at patreon.com slash whatifworld. You can also just leave a rating and review for us, or tell a friend. Fred the dog here to shout out Nathan, age seven, who loves sea turtles. And Dracomax here for his sibling, Gaby. They are four years old, love cats, and of course, me, Dracomax. Nathan and Gaby live in Arlington and Somerville, Massachusetts. Tis I, Abacus P. Grumbler, here to give a belated birthday shout out to Grayson, who celebrated their special day on June 24th. Grayson is an outgoing extrovert, and he lives in North Texas. And say hello to Lola Rabbit. 
here to shout out Ishan. Ishan is five and will be six on September 27th. He loves me, Lola Rabbit, his little brother Nathan, and his cat, Trina. And I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Miss Lynn, my producer, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you kids at home who know that it's okay to reassess your goals even as you try to achieve them. Life is a crazy, curvy path sometimes, but we can keep learning and growing all the way along. And until we meet again, keep wondering. <laughs> <laughs>